0: About trying to figure out what it's all about. Excellent Celeste. Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That was
1: great sounds of Watson with Outside on WNHH LP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself Prestige with my partner in crime, Long Island Raised. Elm City made E. C. Blues is in the building. Easy Blues, you're better with introductions more than me. Who? Do we have this today on
0: Behind the Brand? Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever been downtown looking for a definitive yes? Was the Blood Moon ever just sitting there and following you? As you were going through the weeds to truly understand and tell me what you want me to do, everything is fine understand that. Everything is fine. And today's guest is a phenomenal musician, someone who has stood up for women's rights, someone who has stood up for everybody's rights, someone who will continuously, from the gates of CBGBs to the very Wall Street Theater, this person will continue to kick down doors and allow people to celebrate who they truly are i want you to put your hands together not if you're driving if you're driving please keep your hands at 10 and 2. we don't need any accidents but mentally put your hands together for the amazing the phenomenal and someone who i've had the honor and privilege to play many stages with vicky f is in the building welcome
2: thank you so much guys wow
0: Pretty awesome to be here with you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much. It's, it's it's awesome to, to have you here and your journey is a very very interesting journey. Um, you know I like I said we, we, we've done a couple of shows and, and different things together but really your stories go so much further than that. Uh, you know um, you have actually had a full music career while some of us are still kind of understanding what that really is. Um, you have embraced it, but you've also moved forward in a lot of different avenues and a lot of different directions. Um, I love when people are not one-dimensional, um, and you are definitely a not a one-dimensional person, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show. Um, what was the truest calling for you when when music came a-knocking?
2: Well, you know, I've been playing the guitar since I'm a little kid, and to be honest, like my recent release of Downtown is really co- coming full circle, because when I was a kid, I used to listen to Patula Clark sing that song, and I would... Uh, pretend sing it you know in the kitchen i got the garlic crusher out of the drawer and i was like pretending i was a singer and um you know i always wanted to sing like barbara streisand too like my mother used to take me to the barbara streisand movies and i would try i would play the piano and try but that wasn't working Mm -hmm. out so um So I kind of got into folk music, you know, I did, did a lot of folk music and, and then Mm. I, and then, and then I I met some people uh, in the late seventies, early eighties, and we started to really love and do and play punk rock. And it was really, really um, amazing and and kind of set in terms of performing. Mm. So that's what I really love to do is, is to be on stage and, yeah, like you said, you know, we played at CBGB's like a whole bunch of times. And, you know, we had the slots that were like, you know, in four o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday night. You know, we actually had a couple of Saturday gigs, but most of the time we were like in the middle of the night, you know, some obscure um, time and day. But it was still amazing. And we did it. We played at Max's Kansas City a whole bunch of times. And then a lot of other uh, clubs in the city at that time in the early 80s. Uh, so it was pretty pretty good memories from there and um you know unfortunately like i actually did put my guitar down for many years <laughs> strangely enough i went from punk rock to becoming a lawyer and um it was kind of sad though because i always really really missed performing always every time i would see a band or go to a show, I'd be like, ah, you know, I'd like really feel down. I, could, I couldn't I could really, I enjoyed, but couldn't really fully enjoy seeing shows because I wanted so badly to be on the stage. So finally, uh, in in 2010, this is my little story here that I say mm-hmm. all the time. Um, a friend of mine, a very close friend of mine passed away and I was at her side when she died and she used to like the music from my band, Troop De Coop, that we used to play in the city, mm-hmm. she liked the music. Like you'd say, who wants to listen to Troop Coop? And she would say, I do. Nobody yeah. else would, but she would. And then, um, you know, when she died, I was actually singing to her mm-hmm. um, as she passed away. And I always say, and I believe this, that when she passed away, her spirit came into me. And mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't think about it. I didn't try to do it. I didn't push it. But all of a sudden, I was picking up my guitar and playing again, and writing songs again, and uh, and then I started to do open mic nights at the Acoustic Cafe, and one thing led to another, and now I'm now I'm out here doing it. I'm recording and releasing music, and playing at different clubs, and um, learning electronic music. I I make my tracks now on my Ableton Live program, and it's it's really cool and it's really amazing.
0: See, I I love your story because you know it is it is kind of shown a million and a half different ways, you know, there are some people who. kind of are selected into this life and they, they choose to be part of this life, and then there are just some people that this life has chosen them um, and no matter how far you, you try to resist it, I mean I joined the army to get away from music. <laughs> that, that's how crazy that's how crazy it got for me and I wound up playing music in the army um, so. It is, it is beautiful when I get to hear that in from another creative soul, um, because no matter what, this is 100% who we are. Um, that stage is, is so important to so many different people out there, um, but it's also absolutely terrifying and, and very difficult to try to make a living out of. And you need to have 17 to 18 different 9 to 5 jobs to... to to process it through, or you need to like I like to call it uh, do the Al Pacino, where you you write the big budget stuff for 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 pop music, and then you go out and you play, you know Shakespeare in the Park for free. Um, you know. Um, but your story is so much more incredible too, because yeah, you became a lawyer, but not just like you know chasing an ambulance type of lawyer. You know, you're a lawyer that makes difference, and right now you're a lawyer that makes a difference in a time where we truly need you. Um so first of all thank you.
1: Oh nice thank you.
0: Um it, it is so super important. Um if you yeah. If you feel comfortable in, in talking about that, I'd love to to, to talk about that for, for for a little bit as well, because I do 100% feel that people need to be as educated as humanly possible and to know that even though we are in a safe state, uh, that could change tomorrow. And we need, I'm sorry, I'm going to say this, heroes like you to make sure that we are continuing to fight to stay free. So uh, if you could share a little bit, that'd be great.
2: Well, that's really uh, nice of you to say that. And I appreciate it. You know, uh, I've had like a love-hate relationship with being a lawyer and some some things I've done with it that I really haven't liked at all. Like for a while I practiced uh, divorce law and some people are really good at that. Like I have no criticism of that mm-hmm. area of practice, but I I didn't like it and I was really stressed out by it and it made me cry and it made oh, me want to no. go become a kindergarten teacher instead of being a lawyer but, you know, I'm gay and I have a partner and we mm-hmm. uh, have a couple of kids. We were kind of like pioneers because we had kids like, you know, my first is like t- is 28 years old. So mm-hmm. we did this way back when, when we didn't have a lot of uh, rights and opportunities to be a, a safe, stable uh, gay family. Mm-hmm. So basically um, what I did with my law career was I became an outlawyer. And so I started to help a lot of uh, gay clients um, to figure out how to tie their relationships together and be safe and have children. And then I I took that another step and I became a a specialist in assisted reproduction technology law. (laughs) And that's what I do. I help people to have children in alternative ways. So not just Mm -hmm. gay people, but straight couples too. Women who have had um, cancer and can't carry a baby, uh, Mm -hmm. people with infertility issues. So uh, what I mainly do is help people have children through surrogacy. Mm -hmm. And then I'm able to uh, make sure that they become the legal parents of their baby instead of the person who gives birth to their baby. Mm -hmm. So I do uh, all of that every single day. I still do it. And Mm -hmm. Um, also I, yeah, I know a lot about the, um, the legal landscape now and, uh, you know, what could happen, like, uh, people, women not Mm -hmm. having rights to, um, make decisions for their own body and also, um, women not having, uh, rights to just make decisions for themselves in general and, and the whole, um, the whole landscape of being gay now everybody's so worried like if marriage rights were taken away Mm -hmm. um, that would be so frightening hopefully that won't happen but we're always now navigating like what do we have to do to make sure that we're safe what do we have to do to make sure our families are stable and so I'm really grateful that I found my way into this kind of practice for a couple reasons one it fulfills me And Mm -hmm. it's not like, you know, it's not like being a divorce lawyer that would make me so sad and really want to quit being a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now I appreciate it. And the other thing is, you know, yeah, I didn't um, choose to be a musician and have a musician's career. But what I have now, which I'm finding useful is enough money (laughs) to go to a studio and record my songs and um and 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 drop my eps or my songs and and go back to the studio so uh, i'm grateful for that you know i'm grateful Mm -hmm. i'm not like a a starving artist and needing to do you know some kind of uh different things to raise money to to do my music i can do it
0: Mm -hmm. and and I just want to say you are a musician, you're a phenomenal musician. And even when you weren't recording or anything like that, you were still a musician. It beats 100% in in what you're doing. I've seen a lot because, when I was younger, um, they had actually asked me to go into law school and different things like that. And because to me, it was a performance aspect. I had 12 people that I had to convince beyond a shadow of a doubt that I was right. Um, and that's just, I was like, oh, this is perfect for me. Um, and then uh, then they looked at law school and I was like, this is not perfect for me. I don't, I don't want to do any of this. Um, can I just take the test? Uh, and they're like, no, you can't do that. So I didn't do that. Uh, So I I love and respect that aspect as well, because there's so much that goes through. You know, um, when you break down law, it really is just a matter of what is written and what was written before. Um, And then it's just that that part to go forward and move forward is to continue to push through with legislation. And, and, um, you know, we need people on the front lines like you uh, to continue to to, to fight. And uh, it is so super, super important. So I wanted to give you those flowers now, because I I really 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 respect what you do um beyond beyond everything now let's talk a little bit more about the 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 new single downtown which you know is is a cover aspect and it is coming that full circle for you what was it like to step into the studio to sing the song that you sang into that garlic press you know five or six years ago
2: um you know it was really um i was it was really unusual how it came about because uh, Ethan Isaac, who um, produces the songs I record, uh, was after me to do a cover. And he was like uh, thinking of some Pat Benatar songs. Oh, you know, you could do this one. You could do that one. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I'd learn them at home and I'd be like, yeah, you know, but I wasn't feeling it. You know, I wasn't feeling it. I didn't want to do a cover just for the sake of doing a cover. I wanted to to do something that was meaningful to me so Mm -hmm. that I knew I would put more heart into it. So uh, I don't know how I remembered uh, that I did this song, but I was like, oh, you know, like, let me see what it's like to play downtown. And I brought it to them. And then Brendan Sadat, who plays guitar with me on the recordings, um, he loves that song. He was like so happy that I was thinking of that song. He actually had and gave to me the album with Spachula Clark on the cover and who you know singing that song on the album, so it seemed to all come together with an energy that um, was important to all of us. And then uh, we did a we did a version that's m- much different from Petula Clark's version. We we you know did it up tempo. We did it a little not exactly punk, but a little more with a punk flavor, rock flavor. Mm-hmm. And um it just was so much fun. It was so much fun to to do it. So and and the, the the drums came out good. And so I you know, I just was so lucky that I got to a cover that really resonated with me.
0: And and that's super, super important. Cause I know, you know, artists, especially like uh, local artists kind of fight that dynamic of like being a cover artist or being a ri- original music musician and yada yada but when you can hit that balance and when you can do the cover the right way where you get to put your soul into it I mean one of the best covers of all time as far as I'm concerned um is Johnny Cash's Hurt um doing the Nine Inch Nails cover where he covered and made it his own so much yeah. Trent Reznor the writer of the song was like this is not our song anymore yeah you know and, and people can say the same thing about Jimi hendrix and all along the watchtower for those that don't know yeah. it was originally a bob dylan song yeah definitely. and you know Jimi hendrix covered it yeah. um but everyone now knows that as a hendrix song so when you can put your heart and your essence into into that cover you then be, it becomes a part of you um yeah. and I, th- I think you nailed that like so so well like i said i've seen you a whole bunch of times um i haven't seen you in a full band yet uh, I've only really seen you with uh, with the, the the computer and and your guitar and stuff. I would definitely when you play the full band set, you gotta let me know. I'll definitely show up. I'll show up front row. Well, maybe like backwards because I don't like people that much. I'll probably be sitting in the back of the place, but it's fine. Um, now, as you are continuing to move forward and and uh, grow, are you going to be doing a lot more like full band projects live, or because it is difficult to put a put a band together, it's difficult to schedule, to make sure everyone schedules a lineup. Um, is it just, this is how you're practicing going forward and you're only gonna do like band shows for bigger opportunities or um, like special celebratory shows?
2: I don't know. You know, like the way that I'm, I'm, I'm going ahead with this music stuff is just having an open mind and letting things unfold. And I did, before COVID, I was uh, working with a band, Brendan, who played guitar and a drummer and a bass player. And we did uh, do a couple of shows. Uh, We did one outdoor show at the Klein Auditorium, and then we did a show at uh, Best Video with the band. And then COVID hit, and and everything Mm -hmm. was, you know, like not going on anymore. So um, it, it faded out. And then as I was sitting at home with COVID going on, I was working on electronic music, and I thought, well, I don't want to just, if I play out and I don't have a band, I don't want to just do like an acoustic set with my acoustic guitar. I want to have some kind of more interesting performance aspect to it, so I took some classes online with Berklee College of Music to learn Ableton Live, and um, it's the most amazing uh, program, platform, whatever you want to call it. You could be so creative with it, And so I think for now, I'm going to keep working on that. And, um, what I, I, what I see right now, and maybe this will change, like I said, but what I see right now is like my performance, uh, becoming more of like a performance art type of Mm -hmm. a show, um, so that I'm going to use different kinds of sounds and layer sounds and not just drums and bass and synth, which I actually make the tracks myself, Mm -hmm. but, um, but then also just do some like I'll use the word weird for lack of a better word, but like weird sounds and um, and uh, and just different aspects to songs that I wouldn't normally do in the studio. Um, so I'm gonna let that keep going and just keep on unfolding. But if people came to me and said, like I'm kind of in 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 touch with the guys from the band Cosmic Error. I don't know if you know them, mm-hmm. but dimitri santa maria he's such a cool guy and um we're gonna try to get some shows together and he's like you should jam with us you know and i and he had asked me if i wanted them to back me up as a mm-hmm. band so you know you don't know where that's gonna go so you know maybe i'll end up playing with those guys a little but um i just want to like keep an open mind and mm-hmm. move ahead with what seems really fun and exciting and artistic
0: well, that's that is absolutely awesome. And, and it's it's so interesting when we talk about like your musical journey, um, you know, how you, you started in the folk aspect and got into punk. And now, if you look actually through most of pop culture, there has been this incredible uh, marriage between folk punk to the point where there is almost a resurgence of it coming up through now, like Apes of State and even Chesky, um, you know, have you... Um, have any of those acts kind of like reached out to you, or uh, do you need to be connected with those acts? Because I know them, I can I can hook you up with Rent Strike. I think you and Rent Strike would be a heck of a build together. Um, I think that 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 would be fun. Um, but yeah, is it is it really interesting to see now that truer that true marriage of of folk and punk together?
2: It's really interesting, and that's why um, that's why I've been using my acoustic guitar because well, one, I love it. But to um, every once in a while, I think, oh, I should start playing my electric guitar with these tracks. And I'm like, no, I kind of like this idea of having, you know, my acoustic guitar with these like unusual uh, tracks. But but uh, to your uh, suggestion, I would love to be introduced to more people and to be able to be on, on some uh, really cool uh, lineups in different clubs. I, I would love that
0: cool i will i will definitely hook you up with, with with some peoples that i know they're great people too like they're also down 100 for for the for the cause and you know they're totally uh, i have actually seen more raucous like uh take the government down uh things at folk punk shows that i've seen at punk shows to be honest with you yeah. uh it's it's incredible and it also has a nice little melody and you can dance to it so well, you can dance to it on a...
1: wnhh lp 103.5 fm new haven myself prestige and my partner in crime long island Rays. elm city made e z blues is in the building vicky is still with us on behind the brand easy go right ahead
0: Yeah. um, So I I think it truly is uh, absolutely amazing, you know, kind of kind of seeing that that gap get uh, get bridged. And again, these guys are out there um, really like living the aspect of it. Yeah. Um, You know, and I I think that's incredible. In fact, there was a there's one band uh, Troll 2. They have a shirt. Uh, I saw Troll 2 and all I got was. Ah, uh, the urge to fight uh, for women's reproductive rights, like a full paragraph of, of on the shirt, and it was, it was. Oh, and uh, the fact that everyone in the Supreme Court should be uh, thrown out and uh, criminal charges put against them. I was like, wow, all right, that's that's what I want to see on a on a t shirt. Um, you know, that's
2: good, that's good. Yeah. yeah, I have a couple of Ruth Bader Ginsburg t shirts that I wear on stage, but uh I'm thinking of making a t shirt, and you're giving me some good ideas. <laughs>
0: well and 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 in case you are looking to make that t-shirt we'll also try to connect you with our good friend at virtual merch booth uh zero physical inventory you can actually have a full uh, website up and there's zero charge to you um we we will talk about that off air though but i definitely would love to, yeah. to help you out in in that type and then also you can like throw all these really cool designs they can put it in any color they want you don't deal with shipping and handling like it's so much easier for us <laughs> you, oh that's awesome know. yeah yeah you got
2: to keep
0: connected
2: i want to get some somebody- oh, yeah.
0: You. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is this. This is who I am, unfortunately. Um, I, yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, also what's really, really cool. And for those who are playing the home game, if they have followed your career at all, you also are very, very good friends with and very uh, tight with full blast uh, movement. Um, and the they do the whole tour for life aspect of it. Um, now, again, you have your acoustic guitar. You have some interesting sounds. How do you really mash up with like playing, I don't know, with like Ghostface Killer? Um, how was that bill like?
2: Oh, you know, like um, you know, I, I love Kenny Mercer and the work that he is doing is so phenomenal and I want to support it. Um, mental health being so crucial. I've had my own experiences, people in my life, myself, um, kids, whatever. But um But, you know, I, I thought about that. I'm like, why am I asking Kenny, you know, if I can get on some of his lineups, but I've had such amazing experiences playing at his shows. So what happens to me when I go to those shows is one, I love the atmosphere. I love the people. I, um, I'm very different from the crowd that comes to those shows, but um, the times that I have played at those shows. So He usually has me go first, you know, so whatever, I'm cool with that. And Mm -hmm. then I go on the stage with my guitar, and people are like, okay, what's going to go on here now? And then I start playing the tracks and I start playing my guitar. And always, this crowd, these wonderful people, they like my stuff. Mm -hmm. And they come up to the front of the stage and they're digging it and they're, you know, cheering me on and they're really happy to see me play and they make me feel really good. Probably more so than other shows that I play mm-hmm. maybe not all the other shows I play but definitely um the hip-hop audience is amazing and yeah. I've been really happy my I bring my my partner comes to all my shows and she's really cool she's very supportive and very um uh helpful like um we call her uh, comically my manager she's not but she makes right. sure the stage is okay and there's enough room for me but when we go to these shows, she's like, "Are you sure about this? Like, I don't know. I don't know if this is like where you should be playing. I don't know, you know, if you fit in here, but I just really like it. You know, I just I love Kenny, and I have a really mm-hmm. good time on his stages, and you know, it just works. It seems to work.
0: I, I I say it all the time because you know we kind of got our start th- through Full Blast as well, and. You know when you have to sit and fight on a a stage with acts that are similar to you, um, so then and there, of course, there are going to be fans that are loyal to that other act and different things. That's just the way it goes in this hierarchy of nonsense that we call music, right? But when you go when you play a hip hop show, no matter what you do, they are just so super accepting. Like I, you know, we we have that we have that one song. Um, uh, catching Feelings and the first time we did it was at, at a hip hop show in Massachusetts for, for Kenny for Full Blast and there's a line in there with um, another Russian roulette with a pre- with a pregnancy test, another negative about a positive, another hate the girl and I love the kid. Uh-huh. And one of the hip hop acts like stopped and looked at me and goes, oh damn, and like gave me that shout out while that moment was happening, I'm on the floor with them. It was such a moment that like, okay, people get it, people understand, this is what I need to go to move forward. Um, and you don't—I don't know why, but it's—it's difficult to kind of get those at like a typical rock show because people are there. Maybe you're just the soundtrack for them drinking, and that's fine too. But there's like, especially the full blast, there are people there to recognize who you are as a human, um, and to celebrate who you are as a human, no matter what style you play. And I think they also think you, we're all so uh, have so much courage to sit on the stage with, you know, some of these hip hop backs talk and they're talking about what they're talking about and we're not trying to talk about what they're talking about. We're just talking about ourselves um, and they respect that. I I think it's it's that whole real uh, recognized real uh, and it's a it's a beautiful thing. So anyone who wants to jump on those full blast toys, make sure you hit up uh, Kenny Mercer. It'll be experience that you definitely want to feel for the rest of your life. But this isn't about Kenny and full blast, although it could be. This is about you, Vicky um i you know you just released the single the downtown single what is is the next uh avenue and and releases and are you gonna try a different style or we're we gonna see like a little bit like maybe vicky f doing portis head uh kind of stuff coming through i think it'd be cool i'm just saying i think i can feel it from you um is there anything like any secret stuff you want to try to drop right now we love having those type of things on the show or uh, just want to talk about the evolution of what you're going to sound like next
2: well, I have uh, a, another single uh, coming out. I've been uh, s- struggling a bit with uh, whether or not I believe in God. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and so I have this uh, song that I wrote called There Is a God and that will be my next uh, single coming out probably within a month. Um, it's pretty much done. It just needs to be dropped. And uh, then, um, then I have a, It's a little bit slower than some of my other stuff. And uh, we have a guy playing um, uh, pedal steel guitar on it, which sounds really pretty cool. So that Mm. was happening. And then um, I just went to the studio with I call it my God series with another song called You Got This God. Mm. (laughs) That's um, that's one that I think we might do with my tracks, with the tracks I made for it. So that might be a little bit of a different sound than um, right. I've been putting out uh, recently. So we'll see, but that's kind of what I'm doing. yep
0: no, that's that 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 is absolutely awesome and 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 going to the studio. also, I love the fact that you're kind of in that that same we definitely need to talk more because you're in the same type of deconstruction error that 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 I seem to be in um, when dealing with faith. Um, Mm. I believe in I, I, I believe there is a higher power. I believe there is a God. Um, I just believe that, uh, I think it was Camus who said it, uh, the biggest joke in the entire world was uh, God created man in his image, and man turned around and returned the favor. Um, so, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? And that's really the – thank you, thank you, thank you. I, it might be Camus. I'm probably wrong. I'm horrible with that kind of stuff. I could tell you, like, the, the, the cord, um, but I couldn't really tell you <laughs> who, who uh, particularly wrote that aspect of it. Um, so yeah, I um I love that fact and I'm looking forward to to hearing that next fact va- th- those next uh, um because it also is very very true to what is going on right now. I believe, you know, we are, are as a country kind of like in that teenage years because we're still like very young as a nation, so we're kind of still adolescents right now. Um and we're having that teenage rebellion right now. Yeah. Um and uh, I think a lot of people are are trying to swing it a certain way to swing it another way and and i think it is our job as the heralds um of this world to you know see what's going on and put a melody behind it and then project it onto the hearts of everybody else um and i love that you do that um and i just again i'm gonna give yeah. you flowers
2: well, <laughs> well, thanks i i mean i'm, I'm worried about the earth
0: so mm-hmm.
2: the, the song i just mentioned you got this god is really like a prayer for the earth right and uh what What? my neighbor, we have deer in our neighborhood, and uh, my my partner feeds the deer, but mm-hmm. the deer eat all the flowers, and, you know, my neighbor uh, said, oh, I'm, you know, it's a, such a, uh, a shame that God created the deer, and I said, well, maybe it's not so great that he created humans, or she created humans, <laughs> and I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't think he knew what to say to me about that, but you know, we're, we're raping the earth, you know, Mm -hmm. the line in my song is what's going on with all of us. Why do we consume so much? And if we keep going at it, we're just going to like pillage the earth and it's going to burn up someday. And that's going to be that maybe not in our lifetimes, but for our, um, you know, the, the legacy that we leave for our kids or our kids, 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 it's not going to be a good situation if we don't do something about it.
0: No, it, it's de- it definitely not. And and it's so interesting because, you know, from a pop culture uh, standpoint, obviously, we're seeing a lot of the resurgence of the apocalyptic uh, type of movies that are coming through that we saw a lot in the 80s when they were trying to hit us with the, the red scare and, and and the nuclear scare to help direct us to where we are right now. Oh, yes, it's all secular and it was all a plan the whole time. <laughs> this is this is where the Internet usually cuts us out <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. they don't like me talking about this stuff, just so you know. Um, but, you know, and now we're starting to, to see that again. And, and it's very interesting because um, back when I was w- was a ye teenager, uh, my buddy and I would sit and we'd talk because, we, you know, you're ph- philosophical the most as a teenager, right? Um, and, and he said, you know, the Bible is so interesting, but I do kind of feel like if we had a nuclear um, holocaust going on and, and everything be wiped out in, in like 100 something years, you know, someone digs up the, the remains and they find Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, they would think that that's what a hundred years ago was like. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's kind of what happened there. Um, and now, for everyone who wants to complain, feel free to email Preston because I don't care. <laughs> um, you know, we have, hey, to we have to
2: say you know we want exactly. To, you know, I think we got to put the word out in in whatever ways we can: music, performance, radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who's going to listen, but hopefully, some people will. They Absolutely. will.
0: They will. Absolutely. Exactly. It, you know, um, now the, the the next like messages. I, I do also love how you you're you're calling these you know uh, you're the the God tapes kind of thing. Yeah. Um And maybe that's what you maybe that's what you release it as when when it's all said and done, almost like a, a Vicky F rock opera uh, a, about uh, deconstructionism. I'm 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 down. I could I could sell that in a heartbeat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I've got more. I think I've got more in me. You know, along those lines, and I'm writing a song now about uh, hope because uh, the Center for Family Justice, um, mm-hmm. they, they uh, have a, every, uh, you know, they work with families and children and women who have have been abused and domestic violence. And they have a, um, a, a vigil every year at the amphitheater in Bridgeport. And um, they asked me to do the closing song. So, uh, and to write a song and do the closing song. So I'm really excited about that, and I'm um, starting already. You know, I want to work on that song, or maybe write a few songs and pick the right mm-hmm. one. And um, you know, you mentioned a full band. I'm thinking maybe I should probably put together a few mus- musicians and do it that way at that mm-hmm. event.
0: And, and and what's really cool too is is you can actually take like some of those you know extra special sounds and and bring them with a the full with a full band. I mean, yeah. When I saw uh, Violent Femmes, you know, their drummer was drumming on a barbecue uh, grill. Um, that was that was part of his drum kit, um, which I thought was, was absolutely amazing. When we can try to it, it's great when we we start to jump into the electronic aspect and we figure out how to make these weird sounds. But then when you can try to, like, unpack them and figure out, like, what sound would that be in actual reality? And how can I make this into a live thing? I think, again, that's very, very uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name, but it's David Bryan of you. Um, You know, very talking heads. Yeah. Uh, and I, I love that. I, I absolutely love that. Was that like a, a big influence uh, for you? Kind of like talking heads, um, blondie type of aspect? Although I do kind of feel like there's a lot more art rock in you than, uh, than, than, yeah. than we know
2: definitely art rock i think um is how i would think about myself and what i love the talking heads we did see them play a lot of times and i i did like them i think david Byrne is very creative and i i watched a lot of patty smith too we saw her play a number of times i like the whole idea of uh, you know bringing bringing together poetry and music and poetry and a style of music and i you know i i'd like to think that my lyrics are like more poetry than like Mm -hmm. songs uh you know or or i mean they're definitely not commercial songs but um but i i like to think of that like the creative aspect of it like you're saying you know
0: yeah Mm -hmm. no and it it very much translates you know because you know it 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 is again seeing you a couple times you are a very cerebral um writer um you know you, you 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 have those I call them punchlines, lines, um, but you have those lines that resound with people, and then you have those lines that they have to think about it a couple times. Like, I'm a big fan of, like, oh, the person said this, and then, like, wait a second, but they actually said this. And then, you, know, oh, and, and I think that's also why um, the hip-hop crowd loves you so much, because that was really a genre built on that. Um, yeah. you know, so there's so many different textual layers in a lyric or in the way you, you they put together a bar. Um, you know, it, I think that, that they see that in you, um, and they absolutely love and respect that. I, I remember, uh, Peter, did, was it Talib Kweli that we saw that, uh, started going into the, uh, telling how Paul McCartney, Yes. Was uh, was a lyricist, yes, was. Um, was and Kyle they Kyle went into Kyle Eleanor Hunter, Rigby. I think it was back and, in
1: 2017, 2016, yeah. yeah,
0: you're right. And uh, you know the the entire you know he would go a line of Eleanor Rigby, and he'd constantly go bars, like each mm-hmm. line was, was this incredible bar. Um, so I love the fact that this is really. Where we're coming uh, from now. Now music is so you can be a little bit of this, a little bit of that, throw a little bit in there. You know, we are we are the jambalaya of awesomeness when you really are are pushing that that musical envelope. Um, is there a style that you would love to jump into, or is there a style that you will never jump into? Oh,
2: I don't know if there's a style I would never jump into. Um, my, you know, my son, uh, he 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 plays a guitar and sings and he loves country music. And um I never thought of myself as loving country music, but the songs that he chooses to listen to, I'm like, oh my God, that's such a nice song. You know, and then he goes, you know, mom like why I like country music is because the songs tell stories. Mm-hmm. Um I kind of love that. I kind of love the way he listens to to things that way. Um I, I'm not a big fan of metal. Um, he my son opens me up a lot to different kinds of music because he listens to everything metal punk country jazz oldies i mean he's really amazing um and so he's made me see that you can really open your mind and 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 enjoy things or take to things that maybe you didn't think you would Mm -hmm. um so i i probably won't ever play metal (laughs) okay but um but I'm definitely gonna gonna keep exploring unusual sounds and electronic uh, sounds.
0: Nice, nice. nice. Um, now, are there any particular? You know, 2023 is coming to that point. We're about to come into the the full uh, drive aspect of playing live. You know, because it's getting nice out again. Um, are there any big shows that you're you're super super looking forward to? Um, uh, my shows or other? yeah, your shows, your show, your shows. Let's start with your shows. This is an interview about you. Um, yeah. You know.
2: Well, I only have one show on the books right now, May 11th at Cafe Nine, and I'm I'm looking to book some more for the summer. So, um, yeah, I'm working on a I'm working on Park City Music Hall, but they're kind of big on tribute bands these days. Mm, right. Finding that the tribute bands are like becoming a plague. And uh, um, but Suzanne, um, who operates the Wall Street Theater, she seems to like me, and she's mm-hmm. been me there three times. So I'm pretty sure I could get a couple of shows there. Um, and um, and Marisa of Trashing Violet and Dimitri mm-hmm. of Cosmic Error were uh, working on uh, the bill with the three of us to see if we can promote that in some in some places. Um, so that's kind of what's going on there.
0: Nice, nice. You also want to take a look at NeverEnding Books. Um, it's a smaller venue, but it's, it's something that uh, Kate... Very, very well to uh, to the local um, scene for New Haven. Never
2: ending
0: books. Is um, phenomenal little spot. Yeah. Ne- never ending books. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you want to definitely take a look in, in there. Uh, in fact, if you're if you're available on Tuesdays, they have a poetry open mic uh, run by Brian Ember. We've had Brian Ember on the show. Phenomenal human being. Love people's. Um, and actually, they uh, a couple weeks ago they had um, the guy from King Missile uh, actually. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, I'll
2: definitely did, go there. That would be fun yeah. to go to a poetry uh night. That'd be
0: cool. Yeah, yeah. and it's it, it's so much fun. And it's also it's pretty much ev- like a, a lot of the the really super creatives um from New Haven and the New oh, Haven good. scene itself, um, which is, is where where you need to be because y- you are there. I just don't think uh anyone l- like <laughs> showed you the back door. <laughs> Hi, I'm no. here. I'm gonna show you the back door because people like me for some reason. I have no idea why. Um <laughs>
2: That's cool. No, thank you so much. I, I I'm so really grateful that you reached out to me to do this because I actually really enjoying getting to know you and and hearing you talk and it's really nice to see Preston, <laughs> his thing. Uh, so I'm I'm really hopeful that we keep in in
0: touch. No, no, definitely, definitely. I uh, I, I tell my children all the time. They're like, oh, at first they used to be like, oh, Dad, who did you interview this week? And now it's like, hey, Dad, who's your new best friend now? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love that. So uh, it, it, it's kind of it's kind of cool. Um, you know, as we're continuing to go and, and evolve, just you know, constantly as, as people and, and musicians, um, you know, where you know, I, P usually asks these questions. So I, I don't P necessarily says
1: WNHHLP one hundred three point five okay. FM New Haven one hundred three point five <laughs> FM Prestige Easy Blues behind the brand. Vicky is with us. Great to have her presence. <laughs> Go right ahead. You're like, Wait. You're and you like back you do
2: that right so well.
1: On there. Go ahead, yeah, no, he's he's so he's so smooth.
2: <laughs> he does. That. So smooth. You do that so well. Please, yeah.
1: Thank you. Really. Thank you very much. Yeah, he's you're like you having he's... so much fun at that downtown video. Was it sunrise or sunset? I hope it wasn't sunrise. No, it was sunset. It yeah. was yeah. so yeah. Thank God. It really but it was sun. If it was sunrise, you forming like that, I wouldn't even tell. You guys look really having so much fun. That, <laughs> that was
2: really fun. Yeah. A shout yeah. out to Factory Underground and yeah. Mark Allen, Ethan, Isaac, John Shalosky. Mm-hmm. Those guys are so creative. And if anybody listening out there is looking for um, a place to record or make a video, I mean, they're really so nice and so easy to work with and so talented.
1: Was that done like in one take? Because like if I was shooting that on sunset, I would go crazy.
2: <laughs> it was one one evening. Okay. Only one evening we were there. Okay. And they And they did a lot of different takes of the song so all that right. they can choose from the different uh, takes. And then we also had someone working a drone uh, camera. Ah,
1: and, okay. Uh, so we got uh, some sounds, pretty that's cool that's shots right. from that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. It was, it was really great to see. So I was like multitasking. I was seeing you in the video, having fun. I was learning all this great information about you. But um, easy. I'm going to let you continue. Have this good oh, night. no. That was,
0: that, that, was, that was awesome, because now we get to talk about that other avenue. Um, What it's like trying to not only... Understand what you are sound-wise, but now you're putting together the visuals. You're putting together, you know, music videos and different things like that. Um, we don't necessarily talk about that a lot with the artists that are on here, and I think this is a perfect time. What is it like? You know, do you let the uh, directors uh, or the the um, people you know shooting the video come up with more of the the actual concept and idea? Is this a conversation? Is it like freeform jazz? What is your video process like? Well, that's why I love working with them because
2: they have really good ideas. They come up with the initial idea for the visual, Um, but they also are very good to me, asking me all along the way, like, what do I like? What do I wanna do? Um, How do I like this? And it's pretty new to me doing videos. So I'm very deferential to them but it's very much uh, a good flow to the work like with them. So Mm. I I really have to say, I love working with them. They make me, they encourage me and they let me be me. And I let them be them like, like not, this is not video, but Brendan, the guitar player um, helps me to arrange songs. And he says that, you know, he really likes working with me because I allow him to be part of the, the song creating process. So I don't say, you know, I'll oh, play the lead this way. Mm-hmm. They can do what they want. They can come up with the, with their own musical ideas, and I'm happy about that. And yeah, I put my two cents in what I like to hear, but um, but I like to I like it to be collaborative. And and the video, like I I just want to be me, you know. If you look at the downtown video, I'm not trying to be like really crazy performer or you know dress sexy or anything. I'm just like, give me my leather jacket. And, <laughs> let
0: me do my thing. And then and I'm happy about that. No, and, and that is by far the, the most important thing, you know, uh, procedure and I have been doing the show for a long time and, and we are both huge, um, professional wrestling fans. And we have noticed that really, um, the people that really do hit in the entertainment in, industry kind of follow that professional wrestling format as per you are yourself, but you just turned up to 11. Um, And and when you are yourself turned up to 11, there's just something, there's some sort of magnetism there that draws people in. You know, um, I say all the time, I believe it was Bob Dylan that said, if you're going to be an outlaw, you might as well be honest. (laughs) Um, And that's, you know, why it's so important, you know, that us as the creatives are giving that honest point of view of who we truly are. Yes, we could sit here and talk about things we've never had an experience with, but you're not necessarily going to feel it. And that is a perfect example of your story, really, because, you know, everyone was asking you to do a cover, but you had to do the cover that you felt um, yeah. because you had to be true to who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as, you know, we're starting to wind down a little bit, um, what advice do you have for that generation coming up that wants to say, do either or do both. Um, take on the world legislative wise yeah. and also take on the world creative wise.
2: Well, it sounds trite, but I think follow your heart. I, I would say um, if I was talking to myself as a younger person, I would say don't give up the music. Maybe you're going to be a lawyer because that's your you know your road to having a, a gainful uh, career. But don't give up the music. I feel like I lost a lot of time. Um, giving up the music so so um, yeah stay true to who you are and 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 don't worry about getting old just you can rock your face off into old age which I'm going to do <laughs> well but- and, and it
0: yeah, it's it's so interesting because you know so many people want to throw like that that little a age, uh, age stigma in there, but that's only because they're looking at it as per like as I call it the MTV Cribs formula of being successful. Um, I know a million and a half successful musicians that some people might never hear their songs, um, but they're out there and they're being one hundred percent themselves and they're able to make the money that's necessary and they're happy. Yeah. you know, uh, you know John John Lennon and for all his his foils, he did have this incredible thing where he talked. About about being in school and the teacher asked him what he wanted to be when he grew up and he said, happy. And the teacher said, I don't think you understood the question. (laughs) And John Lennon said, no, I don't think you understood the question. And that's what we love about that. Unfortunately, they are pulling the Apollo curtain upon us right now, Um, but we want to give these last couple of moments just uh, to you. How can people reach out to you? How can they find your music? How can they uh, hook you up to fill up your summer of booking fantasticness? Let us all know how we can get in touch and further immerse ourselves in the awesomeness that is Vicki F.
2: Oh, well, thank you. So I'm Vicki F. And you can find me at uh, www.vickiefmusic.org. Um, or you can find me on Facebook, Vicki F. Music. And I'm from Fairfield, Connecticut. But yeah, I've always loved the New Haven music scene. As a kid, I played at Ron's place many, many times in the punk scene in New Haven. So uh, count me into the New Haven scene.
0: Yes. And, and, and we are, we are honored and blessed to have you in this scene. Um, I, anytime that we are on a show or build together, I'm super happy because I'm always there early anyway, because I'm, I'm, I'm slightly crazy. Um, but it is, it is an honor and a privilege to have you on the show. Thank you for taking this time. And again, thank you for everything you do. Pete, you have anything you want to say to close us out, sir?
1: WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Maid, Vicky F. Thank you for being a part of Behind the Brand.
2: Thank you guys so much. Really. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. It was a great time.
2: When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go